Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. People have talked about tanking. That is, in fact, a game that if you are interested in the reverse standings that you would not have minded losing. I'm not at all there emotionally at all. Like, there's been so little joy in this season that for them, every win they get and all good performances by Vince Williams and Jaron Jackson and everything else, to me, are to be celebrated. Does that even, like, cross your mind as the way you think about this? Maybe late in the season it would have, but does not at all really for me. Um, I mean, I was aware that that was a game right. that really did sort of flip the standings in terms of the seven eight, but it's it's January, I, right. I, you know. I mean, I, I don't. It's not like the last game of the season, and this game right. is going to, you know, determine the standings or whatever. Like these teams both got like forty more games to play. I, I don't. I think because there's forty more games to play, and because I think the stakes don't seem to be that high in terms of whether you're seven or you're eight. Because a the lottery might shake that up in ways you can't judge. Like you could be the eight and jump up, jump up, and be the seven and not or whatever. And I think this draft does not seem. This is there's no like Wimby at the top of this draft right. that people are going to really strive for. I don't think the stakes are that high on that. So I was happy to see them roll out the team that they have, which is which is a high, highly compromised and go win a basketball game. So. Right. Um. All right. Also in the NBA last night, we had Embiid go for 70, Carl Anthony Towns go for 62 in very different sorts of circumstances. Did you think when Chris Finch went off on on his team after that game and said it was immature basketball, disgusting performance of defense, was that was that a uh, was that a review of Carl Anthony Towns? Uh, yeah, I mean, to a degree, I, I think, you know, I, you know, the teammates sort of got into that too. And so I don't think he was just talking about towns. I think there's a real question about towns, you know, long-term with that franchise. Um, I think that question has been there. And I think that question remains when you look at, you know, as talented as he is, what does he mean ultimately to winning relative to like, you know, a contract that's going to hit 60 million in a few years. Of course, I don't know how you trade a guy as good as he is. who's going to be hitting 60 million on his contract in a couple of years. I think Chris Finch is a really good coach. I was impressed with Chris Finch when, like, like you know, he was coaching the, against the Grizzlies right. in the playoffs two years ago, and they were losing, they were blowing leads, and the Grizzlies were coming back. And I still felt like this guy is sharp. This guy might figure all this out, and I think he he sort of has. And so I would, you know, it's rare to like to to to, to, to prize the coach over the star player, but in this particular case, I'm more of a Chris Finch guy than a Towns guy. If I'm if I'm a Wolves fan. You're also a Joel Embiid guy with 70, only one three-pointer. Um, yeah, he's pretty good. He seems to be pretty good. And it, it does bring up the discussion of the 65-game requirement for major awards. Are you opposed, in favor? I forgot your position on this. I, I don't I don't know. I, I, I'm uncertain. Let's see how it plays out. I, I think, 
the, I don't. I, if it were just about the awards, I would rather it not be there and let people make their own judgments as voters on that and take that into consideration. It's not there for the awards. The awards is like the stick or whatever. What it's there for is to encourage guys to play more throughout the regular season. You have fewer stars missing games. And so if you could, like, you know, have the, the, um, have the, the inducement to get people to play more games, but then at the end of it, say, oh, never mind, voters can do whatever they want. Like, like I, 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 would, I would take that. I don't think, I don't care about it for, like, as a hard and fast rule for the awards, but I see that it's there to try to enforce guys to play more. If it ends up that Joel Embiid plays 64 games and, you know, has been the best or second best or third best player in the league and has denied, and he's missed games because of legitimate health stuff, then people, if they were allowed to just vote without that consideration, would, would be voting for him. I think you'll see, you'll see that issue get reexamined. Um, all right, you got a uh, um, uh, mailbag out. I've tweeted it out. I'd recommend people read it. There's lots of good stuff in it and uh, fodder for more than one radio show. But among other things, you did identify five possible trade targets for the deadline uh, this uh, this this in coming up in two weeks, um, and let me just go through a few of them. Uh, Wendell Carter is the first. Why Wendell Carter? Uh, he's a good player on a good contract who fits the team, and so you know you you have some uncertainty at center. Um, Carter, I think you know is a guy who fits style. He's a good defensive rebounder. He can play off the ball and shoot. I think he's just a really good fit for the roster. And what I really want if I'm the Grizzlies is players who fit my roster who are in good contracts. You know, since I had my I had my big money already tied up, so I'm looking for that. And so if I can get a hold of a player who I think fits my team on a good contract, I'm interested in doing that. Period. With Carter, he's someone who, depending on what happens with Stephen Adams and his recovery or whatever, could be your starter. And by the way, he's like you know five years younger, five or six years younger than Stephen Adams, and under contract for longer. And so even even if, you know, you have them both next season, you know, after that, Carter could continue. One of the interesting things in a lot of these is that Luke is a part of or a, a potential trade um, in a lot of these deals, um, including um, maybe some kind of a, a deal for Quentin Grimes. Explain to folks why one would trade Luke Kennard. Well, I don't think – this is all speculation. I don't know yeah. that the Grizzlies – I think the Grizzlies really like Luke Kennard. I think they love to have Luke Kennard back next season. I think it's, there's a very good chance that Luke Kennard will be back this season. But you only have so many players of value, some of which you're just not trying to deal at all, like, you know, John Morant, Desmond Bain, and Jared Jackson. And then you have other players who just don't really have value. And so you're taking a lot – if you're going to speculate about trades, like something's got to go out, and there's a lot of stuff you're taking off the board – either because you value it too much or other teams don't value it enough when you talk about these kind of deals. The other thing with Kennard, as I've written about, is if the Grizzlies just do nothing and carry everyone into next season they currently have under contract, including Kennard, and then add you know the seventh pick in the draft, they're going to have a payroll of above $190 million, and that might be in, you know to use the arcane language of the day, that might be in your second apron or whatever, or third apron. It, you won't just be in the tax, you'll be deep into the tax. And I, I am sad that the Grizzlies should be willing to pay tax next season. I think realistically they're not going to go deep, deep, deep into the tax. And so what are the ways you can try to nibble around that 
the fact that Luke Kennard is on a team option for $15 million is one of the obvious ways. Now, do I think they will seek other ways to get that down and, and still have Luke Kennard? Sure. But I think all things considered, the idea that they would not entertain trades for Luke Kennard, I think is, is you know, is strange credibility. The other um, player who are in a lot of these deals, and people can read the, read the mailbag over at the Daily Memphian, Wendell Carter, Quentin Grimes, Mikel Bridges, Nick Richards, and Julian Strother are the five you've identified. Again, this is all just you making up this stuff. Is just, this Speculation, is just fun. Game. It's the parlor game. Right, exactly. Um, one of the interesting things, though, is that you have um, Santi Aldama in a lot of them, right? In, yeah. in, 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 in potential trades for Wendell Carter, in potential trades for Quentin Grimes, uh, in potential trade for Nick Richards, like all of he's in there. I'm really curious about both parts of this. What do the Grizzlies think of him, and what do other people think of him? Like, does he have real? I mean, we we can't know the answer to this, but does he have real value um, out on the market? What what what, what are your yeah, thoughts? I think it's hard to get a read both ways because he's had kind of a disappointing season. Um, he has had he's had an inconsistent sort of up and down kind of season, but you put it all together and it's sort of similar to last season. It hasn't been the step forward where you would expect, especially given the opportunities he's had. So I think he has not increased his value based on his performance, but he's still like a rotation-level player on a good contract who is young, who can, who's, who's a 6'11", 7-foot guy who can play on the perimeter. Like, like He's a player I think anyone would like to have. How much you value it is somewhat separate question. Um, but for the Grizzlies... I don't think there's there doesn't seem and there you know they started him and Jared together last night maybe they'll take a long look at that over the next few weeks there doesn't really seem to be a path where he's ever going to be a starter on this team and so the fact that there's no path for him to be a starter sort of like there's really not for Luke Kennard if you're at full health anymore um, and he still would have value unlike you know more certainly more value than say like you know Jake Laravia or, or, or John Conchar or Zaire Williams sort of for similar reasons. To Kennard, minus the financial aspect, he's a guy you would have to sort of, you know, take a look at. That's a trade piece. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Like, one of your deals for Wendell Carter is Santi and Zaire, right? Who the hell yeah, knows? There'd be draft picks. Right, draft pick assets yeah. would go with that, too. Yeah. Who the hell knows what anyone thinks of either of those guys? You can imagine that people might have hope uh, for one of them uh, or the other, but it is, it's sort of interesting to think about. Um, you also, by the way, were asked what one food option you would like to see at FedEx Forum. And I thought you nailed the obvious, and but also like 100% yeah, was that right. Specifically what local like, yeah. food restaurant or food provider you'd like to see in there, yeah. And you came up with Gus's. Yeah, it's not Gus's, maybe Adder's. Like, well, let's get some like higher quality chicken tender action. <laughs> I, I'm not looking for super fancy inventive food. Like I'm fine with the basics as um as um, your your um, arena food, but let's right. get a little bit higher quality of the basics. Yeah, be better at the basics. I thought you nailed that. There's a million other things not, in the mailbag. It's, it's not brilliant, <laughs> at least better. <laughs> we will uh, we will dig more deeply into the mailbag tomorrow. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris Harrington from the Daily Message. Listen, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.